The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, I come before you tonight to give you my top three players for Inter Milan. Now, I, I gotta be honest with you folks, and normally I'm supposed to do top five players, but for, for some clubs, it proves to be just so extremely difficult because, you know, when, when it comes to Inter Milan, I don't, I, I don't, I know very little, you know, of course, you know, you do the research because, you know, with, with, eight, with when I did AC Milan and, um, and Juventus, I, t- I spoke about players, you know, that even before my time, but. Somehow, some way, you know, as far as um, Inter Milan goes, I I felt like you know what I might as well just talk about some of the players that I actually I did I did watch and like that. So I I decided to tweak things a little bit because I thought it might be better for me, honestly. So so there we go. So I'm gonna go with the the three players and and these are players that I actually did watch growing up. And before I um uh, get too deep into this uh. For those of you who listened to the previous episode when I spoke about Francisco Totti, I uh, I really went on a personal emotional tear because when you guys recall that when I spoke about um, about Francisco Totti, you know I mentioned how I admire him about as much as I admire my childhood heroes and Indian Zidane. How when I was you know in second grade when I was just being bullied so bad at school. That I would go home and watching Zidane and Toddy would both was would both a way to can't bring those tears of pain away. So I did go on a bit of a tear, and you know, and you'll probably notice that when I mentioned that school, I actually you know how I just you know threw a little bit of anger and emotion to it because you know like I said, when I went through that school when I was a student there from ninety to two thousand two, four years of cruel treatment from teachers, from kids, from staff. And 
the school never apologized. You know, out of that, you know, in that school, I only had one good professor. God bless him. And I only had actually, you know, all those teachers that were so cruel to me, the ones that were cruel never apologized. So what I'm saying is, you know, the fact that I went on a bit of an emotional run in the previous episode, I, I do apologize to you if some of you didn't really like that. You know, it's just that all of you loyal listeners out there, I feel so connected to y'all that I feel like, you know, the fact that y'all have been so supportive for me for, for almost two years now, you know, I really want to get to know you guys. You know, my DM on Twitter is open. You can follow me at Bearman of Texas, just TX, no need to spell it out. My uh, inbox is open. You can message me. You can even check out the, the website for Internet FC where you can contact me and, you know, possibly uh, fill out a form to be on my show. So I really want to get to you, get to know some of you loyal listeners out there, and I really love would love to have you guys on the show so just wanted to uh, get that off my chest uh, again uh, again you know my emotions really really got out there you know doing that episode while choking getting choked up and teary-eyed is it was brutal because you know i always want to prove just how much soccer has a positive impact for me i mean it's not just in journalism perspective it's in personal perspective i used to play as a kid and you know, during that school, I was I was part of a after school soccer thingy, and you know my teammates were always picking on me, as was the coach. So, you know, it, it was tough. You know, so, but but soccer it, is the most important thing in life. You know, when it comes to my career, you know, and personal things, soccer is is not just important to me. It's my li- it's a huge part of my life. All right. Anyway, I keep getting uh, distracted, keep getting carried away. So. My top three players for Inter Milan. Well, number one is a no-brainer for me, obviously. Because uh, my number one is none other than the greatest Brazilian player of all time. Of course, Ronaldo. (laughs) You know... It really baffles me when people forget that Ronaldo played for Inter Milan... It's not so much that people forget that he played at Inter Milan. They just feel that his tenure at Inter Milan is not important because, you know, because everybody likes to talk about his tenure with Real Madrid. Look, his tenure with Real Madrid is historic. It's incredible. But guess what? So is his run with Inter Milan. His run at Inter Milan was pretty fucking outstanding. Now, I understand that Inter Milan, as far as uh, things go, you know, the success in Inter Milan was not, was not as quite as much as, as his success with Real Madrid. Because we all know that, you know, from 99 to 2002, when Ronaldo had uh, many problems with, with injuries, you know, he had trouble staying healthy, Ronaldo's stint in Inter Milan was pretty successful. Now, before we get to that, you know, we all remember how he spent that one season in Barcelona, and we, I guess the world was convinced that he would stay, but, I mean, no contract negotiations, you know, problems started happening, and and, thing, and, and things just, you know, and, and, and I, guess, I guess, you know, from what I understand is there was, there was an agreement, I guess, at, at one point, but I, I, I don't know what happened, I, I guess... The, the agreement just, you know, collapsed or whatever. I mean, what, what, whatever happened, but whatever happened, happened. And, you know, and Ronaldo was ba- basically then, you know, moved he moved to Inter Milan. In the summer of 1997, you know, I was four years old. You know, my brother Adrian, who's a United States Marine, he's a Marine musician, was a baby. 
born in June, born in June, and when he moved to Milan, that was a world record fee of twenty seven million dollars at the time, and that made him the second player after Diego Maradona to break the world transfer record, not only once, but twice. That's incredible. You know, it was amazing how you know Ronaldo goes you know from the Spanish style of soccer, then he ad- he adapts to the Italian style of the game. And I believe his first season, he scored 25 Serie A goals and was actually named the Serie A Footballer of the Year that year. You know, Ronaldo really immediately picked up the pace. I mean, he wasted no time. You know, he was basically out there being Ronaldo. You know, brilliant with the free kicks, brilliant with the dribbling, brilliant with the speed, the agility, the passing, providing the assists. Scoring the goals. I mean, everything was going amazing for Ronaldo. Everything he was doing, it caught the attention of everybody. Everybody could not leave a stadium without saying, God damn it, Ronaldo is amazing. He gets better every fucking day. That's just how amazing Ronaldo was. He would just do something better in each game. He would do it better than last time. He would do something unique. And everybody's known for me. Everybody knows how much I like to say every player is unique in his or her, or her own way. I said that about Francesco Totti. I've said that about all these players, you know, like that uh, all over this podcast. Okay? But Ronaldo is just another example because he was skilled in every single category in the offensive style. It was just unbelievable. Man. And I think the main thing to remember about his first year with Inter Milan quite simply put is that he he won the Ballon d'Or and let's not forget a two-time Ballon d'Or award winner 1997 and 2002 but you know you know in 1998 you know 97 98 you know the UEFA club footballer of the year UEFA club best forward you know, FIFA World Cup Golden Ball in 98 in the World Cup, you know, when he represented Brazil. You know, like I said, you know, that stint with Inter Milan really put him out. He was already on the map, but that stint really put him even more out there. You know, <laughs> looking at, you know, all, all these awards, you know, trying to you know, see what from the best ones, you know, from these days in Inter Milan, you know, the Serie A Footballer of the Year of 1998. Serie A Foreign Footballer of the Year 1998. UEFA Cup Final Most Valuable Player 1998. <laughs> Man. Inter Milan Player of the Year 1998. <laughs> Boy, you know, there's a, re- there's a reason why, you know, I have him, you know, as my number one, you know, best you know, Inter Milan player in my opinion. I mean, in my, you know, like I said, you know, I'm doing this thing, like, for, for these top three, I mean, these were players that I actually watched growing up, so, you know, I decided to go a little bit of a different route. Now, as far as top scorer goes, he's unfortunately not in the top ten in Inter Milan goal scorer, goal scoring. But you know everything he's done with Inter Milan, it, it's not going to be ignored. So you know he's a member of the Inter Milan Hall of Fame in 2018. So obviously, I had to put him in. He's even in the Italian Football Hall of Fame. I mean, of course, he's also in the Real Madrid Hall of Fame. I mean, Ronaldo, you know, Ronaldo has just you know it's been a brilliant, positive impact. You know, his first stint playing in Italy. Seeing it, you know, in, in Serie A, well, you know, the 2000-2001 season, if I remember correct, he must have, I, I, I don't remember exactly what had happened that year. I, did he, uh, 
I mean, because I, like I said, I know that he was injured, you know, for, for a while. Okay, yeah, he he did miss the entire 2000-2001 season. You know, because, you know, he was hurt, so. Yeah. It was brutal, but, you know, went to Real Madrid, you know, 2002, won the World Cup. So, you know, he was injured like, like that, and then moved to Real Madrid, and things just, uh, he got his career back. You know, won his second Ballon d'Or, won numerous La Liga t- titles, you know, won the Champions League in 2002. You know, it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know, 68 appearances for Inter Milan, 49 goals. That's a pretty good track record. 49 goals and 68 appearances. That, ladies and gentlemen, you have to admire it. Alright, so that's number one. Number two, Christian Vieri. Hmm. 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 Well, Christian Vieri. Another guy that really, you know, felt like, you know, quite admiring. And, you know, another dude that struggled with injuries, you know, you know, in, in his career. You know, Christian Vieri is actually ninth all-time in Inter Milan in goal, in goals scored with a total of 123. You know, he's, you know, right, right there under Mauro Icardi, who played for Inter Milan from 2013 to 2019. You know... Christian Vieri. Same, you know, when I saw him in the, in the 2002 World Cup, you know, I think he had that goal that was, you know, taken away because of offside. Ugh. That was pretty tough. But, you know, Christian Vieri playing from Inter Milan from 1999 to 2005. Hmm. You know, anything of, a, you know, Christian, you know, you know with Christian Vieri, you know, he's a player that, you know, not only did Inter Milan very well, but, you know, much like Francisco Totti, you know, Christian Vieri did his country proud. You know, you know, you probably noticed, you know, I didn't really talk too much about Brazil, about Ronaldo's Brazilian, but Ronaldo's international career, but, you know, because it all speaks for itself. We all know, you know, the world, winning the World Cup in 2002, the Battle of in 2002, and all the accomplishments with Brazil, but, yeah, but Christian Vieri, hell of a career representing his uh, national team, Italy, and hell of a career as a domestic player as well. Two-time Serie A Italian Footballer of the Year. You know, had 40, in Vieri, 49 appearances for the Italian national team from 97 to 2005, 23 goals. That makes him a joint ninth highest goal scorer for the Italian national team. You, you know, and, and I believe, you know, Along with uh, Paolo Rossi and Roberto Baggio, Christian uh, Christian Vieri is Ital- is Italy's highest ever goal scorer in the FIFA World Cup. Along with those two, nine goals from in nine matches from ninety eight two thousand two. That's pretty impressive. Just taking a look at you know his uh, Inter Milan career, you know, moved to Inter Milan. It, it was a basically uh, for a move, you know. That was you know, the the world rec- it was actually a then world record transfer of forty nine million euros I believe, huh? But you know even though things start start off great you know initially you know Christian Vieri and and, and Ronaldo both were were such an amazing dynamic duo you know it, it it was just like this kind of partnership that you know people really would pay a lot of money to see because it was just exciting, but. 
but here's the problem. While Vieira and Ronaldo had the potential of being such an amazing dynamic duo, it's the injuries that really... It killed it because they were both so often injured that it was it was not often that the world could see them play together. You know? I think, but during that time, Inter Milan... The problem was 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 because you know they they were constantly making changes to, to the managerial position, so so that stuff you know when a when a club has to undergo so many changes in a short amount of time with managers, you know it affects the play because they can't adapt and stay adapted to a certain style because every manager is going to make these big changes. So we got to study when you, when you got to study the new formations, you know, play under new formations, tactics that you've not seen before that you've not played under with before. You know, it makes it tough, but. But you know, I I think when uh, Argentine coach uh, Hector uh, Cooper took over Inter Milan, I think Inter Milan really started you know getting to that you know getting to to a high level. I believe because at one point in tw- I think in twenty five games there was a time where and then Vieri scored twenty two goals in twenty five games, and according to this, this was this was in, th- in the two thousand one two thousand two season. So. Although, although I believe that that year that on their last day when they lost to Lazio, I mean, I think that that's probably what cost them the Serie A title. I believe it was. So you know, looking at correct correctly. Mm-hmm. Trying to see who it was. Okay, it was actually Juventus who won the title. So I'm not sure exactly what title that it was referring to. But anyway, well, anyway, no matter. But anyway. You know, uh, but Christian Vieri was really like you know, m- you know, proving you know his worth to the club, and uh, I remember that following season, two thousand two, two thousand three season, when he scored twenty four goals in twenty three appearances. You know, and I, you know, in the, in the Champions League that year, you know, you know. That's the time where he scored three goals in one game, and I don't remember which one it was. You know, I, I didn't actually look that one up, but you know that particular Champions League. You know, he 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 suffered an injury in a game against Valencia, and, and you know, and missed out the rest of the season. But, you know, but uh, Inter Milan would then go on to be eliminated by AC Milan, and you know, AC Milan, I believe, went on to win the title. So, but then that following year, and Hector Cooper was was fired after just a few games and Inter Milan brought in brought in a new manager and Christian Vieri and, and him were not getting along. They were not on the same page and and you know, but, the, but the, at that point, you know, Christian Vieri I, I think w- w- was starting to lose his favor with the t- with not only the team but you know with the fans as well. So <sighs> things were just things were just not going very well at all. So but you know, I think it was the injuries. The injuries were really picking up. So, yeah. So you know, his his run with Inter Milan overall was respectable. But you know, the difficult times and everything. You know, he can't be ignoring all you know, the injuries and you know, all these different managers. And him, at one point, you know, him being not getting along with a certain manager and then him falling out of favor. You know, but but regardless, I have you know, I have Christian Vietti as one of Inter Milan's best players ever. I mean. My honest opinion, he's a, he's a you know when it comes to him you know being one of the one of the best players of Inter Milan's history. Quite frankly, it's it's a no brainer for me. It, it really is. 
Oh, seeing uh, Antonio Milano, 143 appearances total, 103 goals. I mean, 103 goals and 143 appearances. I mean, that's very respectable. So, but, you know, 2005 when you know when you moved across town, moved to AC Milan. You know, I think after that, really, that that's where you could really just tell that he was past his prime and not at that level anymore. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes you would ask yourself, like, whether or not he, he still had his passion for the game. You know, I don't know. I mean, I remember, I, I, I believe that, you know, at one point, so he was with AC Milan, but briefly, but he just, you know, he was never able to make an impact, you know. In in 2005, you know, I believe that, you know, there's actually an award, believe it or not, for... Uh, there's a there's an award for the most disciplined player in Serie A. I believe it's called the Bidone di Oro. And in 2005, Christian Vieri actually got it. And again, Bidone d'Oro is is once again it's a prize given to the most disciplined player in Serie A at the end and the end of each calendar year. And in 2005, Christian Vieri got you know, earned it. So, yeah, I mean, Christian Vieri was really like you know. Not there anymore, but, but but you know, but it's obvious, you know, from all the injuries and everything, and the injuries and you know everything that he went through, you know, it, it, when when you go through such injuries, it affects your game, it it affects your gameplay and, and that time. So, you know, around that time, you know, he was twenty nine years old, so he was really getting to that point of his career. You know, you're not in your twenties anymore, you're not in your thirties, but in his case, the fact that he was hurt a lot in his twenties, I mean, it was hard to be convinced that he was going to make an impact in his thirties. So. So I believe you know. I, so I think you know after his brief stint with with AC Milan, I think he he moved to a league to a league on club. I'm actually looking up right now to see which one it was. Um, it was Monaco. Okay, Monaco. And because I think Monaco at the time w- w- was being managed by a by an Italian manager who I'm I'm not sure who, whose name was. Uh, according to the, to this, it was Franz, it was Francisco uh, Guidolin. Oh, and I hope I'm not butchering this name, but but so. Vieri was brought into Monaco, and I guess it was an attempt to kind of, you know, resurrect his career to an extent. But, but I remember, you know, he did not make the squad for the 2006 FIFA World Cup because of an injury he suffered in a game against Paris Saint Germain. So, yeah, but, but according to, but according to uh, from what I said, you know, he retired from international duty in, t- in 2005. So, I guess that maybe even though he had announced his retirement, maybe. He had flirted with the idea, or maybe there was a chance that he would come out of retirement and make the squad. So, yeah, because if I remember correctly, you know, he suffered a severe injury in that league out match against uh, Paris Saint Germain. So, yes, but but I I could have swore that he he had already you know announced his retirement. So uh, I, I I wasn't too sure. Well, what was going on, you know? Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see, like, you know, I'm trying to remember exactly when his, uh, when his career ended with Italy, so, and, and I will actually take a little bit of time to go, you know, with it, you know, because like I mentioned, he's, he's, uh, Italy's, uh, ninth, uh, he's actually one of Italy's, uh, ninth highest goal scorers, so, you know, and, you know, of course, we'll remember in, in 2002, so, you know, it, you know, Christian Fieri was actually not on the squad for, for Italy in, in the Euro 2000 when he picked up an injury, you know, picked up an injury in a game in a Serie A match. You know, against his compatriot Gigi Buffon. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, even even Buffon. You know, and 
would actually miss the entire season, would miss the entire uh, Euro 2000. So, yeah. So, in 2002, he had a bit of a, a bit of an emergence in the Italian national team. You know, he had that brace in the 2002 World Cup against Ecuador, and scored that game against Croatia was again was controversial because you know he had another goal that was you know he had a goal that was ruled for off, ruled out for offside, but that was clearly incorrect. And of course, you know, in the game against South Korea, the, the the game of controversy scored in the 18th minute on a header from a corner that was tinged by Francisco Totti, my Italian hero. But you know, he, the sad part is, you know, at you know when South Korea equalized, like with like two minutes left before the game, Christian Vieri had an open goal opportunity that would have been the game winner, but he missed it. I mean, damn. Ugh, damn, damn, damn. It it it, it was tough, man. It, it it was tough. But you know that, that that's where his you know time with the Italian national team really just started to. Thing, things were just not going wrong. I mean, there was this thing going on, you know, in in the two thousand four. So, something something really uh, after a game against Sweden. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what happened to us. I couldn't find too much information about it, but <sighs> uh, yeah, I just know that Christian Christian Vieri, I think, was going th- through some personal issues. I think it involved his former club. I'm not too sure. Again, I don't want to get too much into it, but but going back, you know, with, with how Christian Vieri's international career ended, you know, it's tough. I mean, Christian Vieri. One of the greatest Italian players of all time, but I, I just feel like his career, some might say it ended up in a, in a positive way, but I just know that while the Christian Vieri, his career is very respectable, you know, it was not a career that was easy. I mean, there's no such thing as an easy career, but, you know, there was a lot, a lot of, you know, a lot of tough times, you know, the injuries and things like that, but, but regardless of everything, Christian, Christian Vieri... Did his country proud? He's one of the greatest Italian players I've ever I've ever watched. Just another guy who's unique in his own in his own way. And Christian Vieri was undoubtedly impressive. And it's heartbreaking for me that you know after his after his run with Inter Milan, things just could not really get better. I mean, you know, going through, you know, the last thing I want to say, you know, he had he only had eight appearances for AC Milan, had one goal. Seven appearances for Monaco, scored three times. You know, br- briefly played for for Italian side Sampdoria, but never never actually appeared. Played for Atalanta, had seven appearances and two goals, and went to Fiorentina. You know, had twenty six appearances, scored six times before you know having an- another retur- before having another spell with Atalanta, but only appearing nine times and scoring twice. So, yeah. It was tough for him, but you know, it's uh, you know, it's 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 easily uh, it's pretty obvious that you know that the injuries really uh, they they really hurt him. So it's brutal. All right. So that is Christian Vieri. So my top three Inter Milan players: number one, Ronaldo; number two, Christian Vieri; number three. Well. Well, this one was really no-brainer. I really had to include this guy because, you know, I really did watch this guy growing up. Javier Zanetti. 
played from Inter Milan from 1995 to 2014. <sighs> One of the greatest defenders I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, one of the key players from Inter Milan's brilliant 2009-2010 season when Inter Milan won the treble. <laughs> oh, I mean, that season, you know... You know... Uh, you know, when you, talk, you want to talk about Inter, Inter Milan's history, you, you, really, you really want to talk about that, that particular season. And, you know... You know, in seeing uh, you know Inter Milan, you know, do it, you know, that particular year, you know, they were under under the management of uh, jo- Jose Mourinho, and you know, winning the uh, the treble, you know, they won the Serie A, they won Coppa Italia, and they won the Champions League. You know, beating winning the Champions League, beating uh, Bayern Munich in the final. Uh, but you know, but I, but I tell you, you know, Javier Zanetti really just. Always made an impact for Inter Milan. You know, he holds the record for most appearances in the history of Inter Milan. 858. Won 16 titles. Five Scudettis. Five Copa... Uh, excuse me. Five, five Scudettis, you know. That's that's unbelievable. <laughs> you know, five Scudettis. Four Copa Italias. Four Super Copa Italianas. A UEFA Cup. A Champions League. And a FIFA Club World Cup. Even has the most appearances as a captain in the Champions League with 82. So, not only brilliant in Inter Milan, but brilliant with his native Argentina. Played in 143 games for for the Abasileste. And I believe, you know, at one point he actually had the record for most appearances for the Argentine national team. Was from 2007 to 2018. Now he's obviously third. I'd imagine Lionel Messi, you know, must have uh, surpassed him. But, you know, during his time with Argentina, you know, reached the Copa America final in, in 2004 and 2007. You know, in 2004 when they lost to Brazil. And in, two, in 2007, well, they again lost to Brazil. So, <sighs> tough, but, you know, he, he did reach the final. So, <sighs> you know, and I believe, you know, you know and, and according to this, you know, Javier Zanetti... Has the fourth most appearances in Serie A, and he's behind the likes of Francisco Totti, Paolo Maldini, and Gigi Buffon. Hmm. But a total of 858 appearances total for Inter Milan, and, and that's more than Serie A. I mean, that's everything. And winning 16 titles with the club, uh, that that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Played for Argentina nineteen ninety four to two thousand eleven. Seventeen years, one hundred forty five appearances. <laughs> Played from Inter Milan ninety five to two thousand fourteen. Oh boy. You know, man. You know, looking at all the list of accomplishments. You know, for Javier Zanetti. Like, you know. 15 titles, you know, when he was the captain. I mean, you know, you, you could just see that strong leadership mentality that he had. You know, and according to this, you know, the Supercoppa Italiana. According to, according to this. No, hold on. I want to make sure I, 
Yeah, that's right. Okay. You know, when of the Scudetti, you know, in 2009, 2010. Well, hold on. I'm really, uh, I'm really losing my train, my train of thought right now. <laughs> but, you know, because, you know, all, all the accomplishments right there, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. It really, it really is. Cause, you know, I've got all these notes in front of me, you know, I'm losing my train of thought, and, ugh. Just you know, it, it's hard coming up with these three players. You know, sometimes you know it's just you know there's out there, but you want you don't you don't know what what's worth talking about, what's worth not talking about. But with Javier Zanetti, there's just so much. Right, well, you know, here's a couple of you know from his honors. You know, when he won the Serie A several times and won it five times, they actually retained it. You know, won it. Well, actually, no. Serie A won it. This, so, so according to this, Inter Milan won the Serie A five consecutive times: 2005, 2006 season, 2006, 2007, 708. Yep. Wow. One, two. Th- wow. <laughs> five consecutive, you know, times, and you know, after that, Juventus, you know, I think won it for like ten straight years. And in 2020, they actually Inter Milan won the Serie A, you know, for the first, you know, for that first time after Juventus kept taking it away. You know, but you know, I think the most important thing is you know when Inter Milan won the cha- the Champions League in 2010, you know, really under the leadership of Jose Mourinho. I mean, that Inter Milan team in 2010 was just absolutely amazing. But and, Z- and Zanetti was the was captain of the team. I mean, Z- Zanetti, you know, really got to be considered you know top five best Argentine players of all time. And what some might say he might be the greatest Argentine defender ever. It's definitely de- it's definitely extremely debatable, but you know he's in he's in the Hall of Fame for Inter Milan as well as the Italian Football Hall of Fame. You know, and Javier Zanetti, you know, as we know, Argentine player, he's of Italian descent, so you know, so yeah. So I'm really curious to know. You know, I wonder was he able was he eligible to play for Italy? Well, yeah. I really do wonder was he ever if he was ever eligible to play for uh for Italy, but I'm not sure. But you know, last thing I, I should say, you know, you know, look, looking at some of these statistics. So again, 615 appearances for Serie A, 70 appearances in Coppa Italia, 105 appearances in the Champions League, <clears throat> eight World Cup appearances, man, 22 appearances in Copa America. I mean, obviously, just a lengthy career in soccer as a player. 1995-2014, you know, 19 years with Inter Milan and 17 years with the Argentine national team at the senior at the senior squad level. Man, oh man, oh man. Whew. You know, and I'm curious to know, you know, and of course, you know, curious, you know, not surprisingly, he's still with Inter Milan. You know, I, I believe right now he's currently the vice president of the club, so... It's no surprise to me that he's still working with a club. You know, when you have that that bonding connection, you know, after being with a club for so long, you know, being a huge part of its success in the last 20, 20 to thirty years, you know, you know, you you deserve a permanent position with that club. So, you know, but one of the biggest, you know, important things, you know, about Javier Zanetti, you know, he's a global ambassador for the Special Olympics. I mean, you just know how much of a great guy he is. You know, humble and you know, working in charity and like that. You know. He's just a wonderful human being. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, there's my uh, top three players for Inter Milan. Uh, I do apologize because I know at times, you know, I might have baff babbled around a little bit. I've, I've had some difficult speaking, you know, all the stress that I've been going through lately, especially, you know, uh, you know, difficult times, you know, you know, feeling stuffy. You know, all your loyal listeners out there are so loyal. It's it, it means the world to me. But I apologize, you know, for losing my train of thought many times and kind of repeating myself, but. I tell you, these episodes, you know, these top players, this thing I'm starting with Internet FC, it's doing it by myself is is extremely difficult. And for for some team, for some clubs such as Chelsea, Liverpool, and like that, I'm not going to be able to do it on my own. I'm going to need some long-time supporters of those clubs. And uh, I do plan on talking to a couple of guys because I know the perfect guys for these perfect for those perfect episodes. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I thank y'all very very much for listening uh, tonight. And once again, Internet FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Once again, you can follow, find me on Twitter at BearmanOfTexas, just TX. My DM is open. You can also find this website, internetfc.com, on PodPage. You can contact me directly if you're interested in listening to the show. I would love to have you on, folks. Thank you all very much, and you all have a good night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.